At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the VEASAN Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino on a college football week zero Saturday. We have not forgotten about college football. We'll get to some of the other games of week zero on the card, including maybe some live betting opportunities or in-game second half opportunities over there in Dublin, Ireland. But As Northwestern <laughs> does now make their way into Nebraska territory. One seventeen left to go. So uh, Move the chains. Yeah, Ryan Holinsky, he's been, I think, the story of the first half. He has looked very good. This Northwestern offense for was not very good last year. So now I believe Nebraska minus six and a half at BetMGM on the end play. 52 and a half on the total. Good for Helinski. That family has been through a lot. So uh, root for Ryan Helinski to do well. Let's talk some baseball, though, here. The Tampa Bay Rays, sorry, the Toronto Blue Jays, mm-hmm. I might add, are hosting the Los Angeles Angels over at BetMGM. The Blue Jays minus 145, the favorite. Angels plus 120. The total sitting at seven, but it's juiced toward the over at minus 120. Yeah, uh, Shohei Otani going to go for the Angels against uh, Alec Manoa. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Otani, even though the Angels are bad, when he's on the mound, there's at least enough respect in the market. 
I think, for these guys. Uh, a seven and a half juice to the over or seven and a half juice to the under. Key numbers, seven and nine, always going to be, you know, kind of funky that way with the totals. Those are really the two key uh, totals in baseball. But, uh, you know, Toronto Blue Jays all of a sudden uh, uh, picking up. Uh, Joe Adele had four hits uh, for the Angels, though, last night against the Blue Jays. Uh, Toronto, third best batting average, 262. So the Angels, uh, you know, Really, it seems like the only chance to really back them at all is if Otani is on the mound. Uh, but the Angels, nevertheless, over the last 10 games, two and eight, this is team has just really been a train wreck. They're 20 games under 500, trying to finish up. Uh, you know, no real bet for me. Uh, Otani is really the only pitcher that I don't necessarily want to fade for these guys. So if you're looking, though, he's been better earlier in the games, and then he can be kind of gettable. Remember when he went to the seventh inning uh, was a shutout, I think only 71 yeah. pitches against the Braves a couple weeks ago, and then they touched him up for six runs. So that's what you're concerned with a little bit. And I think that that's already been bet, by the way. A lot more people attacking Otani in the first five, you know, at least attacking in terms of backing him. I should say so plus 110 so you're not really getting a bargain because that's the way I would play this game if mm -hmm. I were going to play it with Otani first five let's stay in the American League East the Tampa Bay Rays are going to be in Fenway Park as road chalk here the Rays minus 130 the favorite Red Sox plus 105 totals at eight and a half and it's juice to the over here as the Rays try to stave off the Blue Jays and the Mariners in that American League wildcard race. Jeffrey Springs has been really good for, for Tampa and they really need another starter to be good because they're one of the more tax bullpens in all of Major League Baseball and they usually are because they were one of the first teams several years ago to start with this opener strategy where it's like yeah. okay we'll start a guy we'll only go one and a third or one and two thirds and then we'll have basically a bullpen game but uh, I know McClanahan's gotten a lot of the hype and rightfully so uh, still a Cy Young candidate, even though his odds have drifted upward down the stretch, but Jeffrey Springs, six and three, two forty six ERA one Oh eight on the whip. You look the last four starts three and Oh one sixty six ERA uh, below one on the whip walks and hits per innings pitch and the under has hit in all four of those starts. So, uh, you know, this is a guy that's been pitching very well. He's getting another lefty uh, against him on the opposite side, Rich Hill, Five and five, four sixty-eight, one thirty-one on the whip. We know what Rich Hill likes to do. He likes to throw that curveball, a lot of off-speed stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, outside of the two games against the Braves and the Astros, two of the better hitting teams in the league, Hill has given up three or less runs in each of his last seven starts. So you would think that that form could continue against the Rays team that has been banged up pretty much all season at the plate and, and doesn't really beat you necessarily with hitting. So I actually lean a little bit to the under here. I think there's a couple nines still out there juiced at 125, but at eight and a half, you can maybe either get plus money or minus a dollar five. I kind like the under here, Tampa Bay and Boston. You ready to go to South Beach? Miami Marlins hosting the I Los Angeles ready to go Dodgers. Down to South Beach. Yeah, it's humid though. A lot different than the climate out here in Las yes. Vegas. Uh, the Dodgers, <laughs> their record, 87 and 37, 50 games over 500. That's absolutely ridiculous. They've won three straight, minus 200. The prohibitive favorites on the road here against this Marlins team. Total six and a half and is juiced towards the over, but it looks like you've seen a touchdown in Dublin as we have a 
We the do. We do throw them up. Uh, Northwestern looks like they are going to take the lead into the half. We mentioned mm. that line was kind of all over the place. Another nice ball over the middle by Ryan Holinsky to Donnie Navarro. Back in the end zone, you only need one foot in college football, but he gets two for good measure. So 17 to 14, Nebraska. How about, or excuse me, Northwestern. How about that? Uh, Northwestern, by the way, was getting, I think, seven in the first half. Easily going to cover that mm. and likely going to be the outright lead unless Nebraska returns a kickoff. That does put it over the first half total, by the way, 26. So uh, I may be looking second half at the under. I'm going to want to see what the number is. That's at least what I'm going to have my eye on. I'm not guaranteed I'm going to play it. I want to see what the number is in the mm -hmm. next few minutes. But uh, the Northwestern Wildcats uh, have absolutely come ready to play. And look, that's what we said about them earlier when the expectations are low, sometimes Pat Fitzgerald's guys can kind of sneak up and surprise you. I think that's when they're at their best. Ryan Holinsky, 20 of 23 for 216 and two that's touchdowns already. Uh, outshining a very good performance by Casey Thompson, who's run for one and thrown for one as well. Uh, turnover margin, Northwestern plus one in there. Northwestern, 273 yards in the first half. Where Ooh. have you gone, black shirt defense? <laughs> yeah, well, they haven't been the black shirt defense for a yeah, couple decades. probably for about maybe <laughs> 20, 25 years. Yeah, that's, those days are long gone. Uh, the days of Tom Osborne and that uh, Nebraska program, they're being really good. Back to the baseball, though. Dodgers, Marlins, anything for you in this game here? Yeah, uh, this is this is the one day you don't really want to fade the Miami Marlins either yeah. because the Cy Young favorite, Sandy Alcantara. When do you ever see Sandy Alcantara getting like 180? That's the yeah. line. It almost has to be an auto play. And, and look, and and Dustin May, who who has come back from the injured list and has been very good in his short stint back up uh, with the big club. I don't like to fade Dustin May. I don't like to fade the ginger guard uh, out there with uh, Los <laughs> Angeles. So uh, this is a game I'm going to stay away from. Uh, I can see why the unders getting bet. I think there's still some seven minus a dollar twenty at BetMGM. You got to go over six and a half minus one twenty, so you can get even money if yeah. you want to go six and a half on those key numbers. I'm always going to try to find where I can lay the vig to the under though, because I, I don't like to when that moves from seven to like six and a half. I typically don't like to chase that move. What in the world is going on with the Chicago White Sox? And I, I, this is the team, Wes, that I've, Haven't we I've, asked that all season? I know. I bet this team during the All-Star break because I thought I was had a big brain or something. But this team has just been terrible. They've lost 7 of 10. Uh, now they're taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks at home, and they're minus 110. That just goes to show you where this Chicago White Sox mm -hmm. team has gone. Total sitting at 8 here. Is this maybe where they can kind of turn things around? We've been asking this question for two months, and it still hasn't happened you with know, Tony Ralusa in the Just bunch. when you think that they turn it around and they get like four games over 500, now yeah. they are back to 500. They are three and seven over their last 10 games against the Diamondbacks team that obviously just playing out the string. They're 10 games under 500. This is not really a great hitting team, but – they they lost they, they lost to the Diamondbacks last night. They're going to go with Davis Martin here on the mound. Uh, yeah, this is this is something that I just don't know if I can get behind. Maybe a lean to the under at eight because the White Sox bats have all of a sudden begun cold, and the Diamondbacks have pretty much been cold at the plate all season. The Houston Astros are hosting the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles have been tough. 
over this past couple weeks here. I mean, Adley Rutschman might be one of the best players in baseball, and he's been a big leaguer for, what, two and a half months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that team over there for Baltimore. But it's a frisky, young Baltimore team that's two and a half back in this AL wildcard race. The Astros, though, minus 185, the home favorite over at Minute Maid Park. Orioles plus 150. Totals at eight, and it's juice to the over. Orioles seeing a little money here, and they got the money. I was aboard them last night at plus 172. They get home. So it's Dean Kramer, who's been very solid this season. And uh, a lot of these pitchers have been solid. Dean Kramer, Jordan Lyles, you know, they've just been kind of just steady Eddie and let these young kids yeah. like Roochman and, and company and Mount Castle and Santander, you know, give them some run support. Seeing some support against Jose Urquidy tonight. I think uh, I'm looking at BetMGM and it's down to plus 145. There's this highest plus 160 in the market. I have not bet this yet, but I certainly don't disagree with the move on the Baltimore Orioles because I think now we're getting to the nitty gritty where it's like, okay, we thought that maybe they were given up when they traded Trey Mancini, by the way, to the Houston Astros, yeah. who they are facing this season. He's but, been good for Houston when yeah, they play him. All of a sudden, the Orioles, uh, you know, still only two and a half out of the wild card. So these guys aren't giving up despite the fact they traded Mancini. They traded Lopez, their closer. So uh, they are two and a half back of the Mariners. Uh, by the way, the Mariners, uh, Ichiro Hall of Fame weekend up yes. there in Seattle uh, as they are taking on Cleveland. We'll get to that a little bit later. But. Baltimore, you know, still playing well. Got a win last night to start the series. So, small lean to the O's for me. Yep. VEASAN's own Adam Burke, uh, our betting analyst and writer over at Seattle for that Cleveland Guardians. He's a Guardians fan, so mm-hmm. he made the trip up to the Northwest there. Uh, in my opinion, the best ballpark in the big leagues. But I'm also biased coming from that area. We got about 90 seconds left here. Braves and the Cardinals, a good game over in St. Louis. Uh, the Braves minus 115, the road favorite. But this game's pretty much a coin flip. Cardinals minus 105, total sitting at seven and a yeah, half. Yeah, Charlie, my favorite Morton against Jordan Montgomery. And uh, if you look, uh, these two teams have been scorching with the bats here in August, two of the best offenses in the league. Uh, Montgomery, ever since he's gotten out of New York, you know, some guys can, you know, can do great in New York. Some guys are kind of just okay. Ever since Montgomery's gone to St. Louis, 0.5, ERA in a Cardinals uniform, uh, 308 on the season. So, you know, he's had a little bit of luck in his, in, in his way, though, but he's pitched pretty effective for someone that throws in the low 90s. He's put up pretty good numbers. Charlie Morton, comparable numbers. He's been a little bit less lucky than Jordan Montgomery, bottom half of the league in exit velocity, you know, but he's 38 years old, so he's going to give up some runs. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be really a strikeout guy, but 249 ERA over 25 in the third inning. So is that necessarily going to hold up? I'm not convinced that it is. I'm going to rely on the offenses more than the pitching. So you might be able to find seven over minus 125. I think the under's been getting bad. I think it's going the wrong way, though. Okay, so maybe a little bit of value there on the over there uh, in this game. Uh, on the other side, we're going to get some halftime over in Dublin, Ireland, and we're going to have a second-half market to break down between Nebraska and Northwestern. Don't go away. Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe, alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the VEASAN Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino on a college football week zero Saturday. Right now, at halftime, over in Dublin, Ireland, Northwestern leads Nebraska 17-14. to 14. Mm-hmm. And looking at some of these second-half numbers, starting to pop we saw an opener in the second half of Nebraska laying seven 
with a total of 26 and a half. I know, Wes, you were talking about potentially looking at the second half under between these two teams. Yeah, it's 27 right now across mm-hmm. the board. So basically that would make it 58 for the full game. This did close, I believe, 52. This got all the way down to like 49 and a half. So, you know, if you if you bet the over 49 and a half, there's obviously a little bit of a middle opportunity if you want to come back for the second half under 49 and a half in between there and 58. That's a decent size middle, so I can understand if you want to do that but seeing at least the early action get bet to the over because I'm seeing some 27 and a halves in the market pretty much seven and a half there are some six and a halves out there for Nebraska laying in the second half so this is one I'm not jumping in on right away I'm gonna kind of wait and see you know how far this goes the early move at least is to the over so uh starting to see some 27 and a half including at bet MGM thinking that uh you know maybe Nebraska can't stop this juggernaut Northwestern offense <laughs> that that we didn't anticipate uh, obviously coming in here and we know the defense had some woes but the offense did too by the way that was a late field goal by Nebraska from Brendan Frankie misses from 56 yards so 17 to 14 we go inside the numbers yardage pretty much even North Nebraska at 276 Northwestern at 273 Ryan Holinsky 20 at 23 for two touchdowns 216 yards Neither teams really run the ball very great today. Nebraska mm-hmm. only 16 for 48. Northwestern only 16 of 57. Uh, of course, the one turnover that Northwestern wasn't able to take advantage of. So uh, as of now, this is a leave alone for me. I do have a small lean to the under as we now see some 28s come into the market. Yeah, the first half or second half over, I should say, is getting bet here. For the side, though, would you bet anything on the side? I know you were eyeing the total, really, but the side right now, six and a half is the number. Some sevens have popped, but those get immediately grabbed there for Northwestern. What would you do there with the second half side with the Cornhuskers laying near a touchdown? Yeah, nothing for the side for me. I think this is a Northwestern bunch that looks a little bit confident. I know probably some of the chasers are going to go on Nebraska. I can kind of understand why. Obviously, they'll now lay three and a half instead of laying double digits, but yeah, I, I have yet to see Nebraska really make the adjustments. Ryan Holinsky's had a lot of time, made a lot of easy throws, and made them, uh, I think, with some authority. So I'm not one to really get in front of the Purple Cats here. Is there anything that surprised you from what we saw in the first half? Because I know we were doing the show, so we can't really be 100% focused on what's going mm-hmm. on in the game. But it feels like Northwestern has had some explosive plays, which is yeah. unlike the Wildcats. And, and, and they're not running like at warp speed, but Northwestern is not exactly slowing the pace. I mean, yeah. they're, they're running, you know, not, you know, fast tempo, but, but at least a decent tempo, you would think, okay, they're going to take the play clock down, be a slog, try to run, you know, get four yards in a cloud of dust and just keep moving the chains. And you're right. They have been explosive. And, you know, that was something I wasn't sure what to expect from Northwestern. So, uh, not really wanting to fade them. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. uh, they are going to be that team, at least, that could exceed expectations. I don't know. We've only seen 30 minutes of football. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to overreach here. But, yeah, I'm surprised that they've had some explosiveness in this offense because we did not see that. So, uh, uh, Husker Nation, including our own Danny Burke, who made the trip mm. over there, uh, I don't think very happy after that first 30 minutes with Scott Frost. Hopefully he took advantage of the free adult sodas while he had the chance when the Wi-Fi was yeah, down. Yeah, this is a, this is a double fist in time. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, Nebraska was eight of 10 on third down on office. Now is something like that sustainable or would you expect that to regress a little bit? Because we know th- 
third downs can be a little bit volatile when you look at them from a statistical standpoint. Yeah, you would think so. You would think that there's going to be at least a little bit of the adjustments here. Uh, I think that eight of 10, a lot of that is, I think, predicated on pace. Because Nebraska gets up to the huddle and all of a sudden, you know, you got defense that's gas, try to take advantage of it and run that tempo. The only thing about it is when you run that tempo, you can make some mistakes and we get too much into a hurry. That's where you can get some like bobbled snaps and, you know, procedure violations, false starts and whatnot. So, you know. To run that tempo, it takes a lot of things to go right for you. And usually early in the season, that's where you're going to make those mistakes. Uh, And also, I think the worry for Nebraska is really on the defense. Uh, They missed a lot of tackles in the first half uh, against this Northwestern team. So you want to credit Northwestern for the offense. But you've also got to admit that Nebraska hadn't been as sharp, at least in in the tackling. Uh, You know, and one of the things I think you're going to see Nebraska do is try to keep that that pace going, really, because offensive line all of a sudden you looked in the second quarter you started to see some more purple jerseys getting that backfield a little bit quicker so this has got to be tempo this has got to be three-step drop out get the ball out if you're Casey Thompson well from talking this out it almost feels like we maybe should bet this second half over because uh, you're talking about the tempo and what Nebraska is doing the big plays from Northwestern they tend to be methodical but they're getting those big plays to where their pace isn't really affecting what we could see from a scoring Mm -hmm. standpoint at BetMGM, that's the lone place I see in the market right now that's still 27 and a half for the total. I'm seeing 28s across the board here. 28s even juiced to the over in some other faraway places. Maybe getting that 27 and a half and going over there, just needing four touchdowns to cash that. Well, ticket. and and that's the thing with second half betting. You're always trying to get the number, and and I think a lot of second half betting a little bit. If you have the ability to do so, whether it's a paid screen or a free screen, mm-hmm. you got to screen watch a little bit. Yes, because sometimes you'll get the tells in terms of okay. Okay. Where are some of the more, you know, quote unquote, square shops uh, going to be on a number <laughs> where are the sharper shops? Yeah, we're not calling be? anybody no names. No, no, we're not. <laughs> and I mean, look, even even the the purveyors of the lines at those shops would say, yeah, we cater a little bit more to casual betters and whatnot. Because, yeah. uh, you know, you're seeing some 28s out there. You're seeing some 27 and a halves, uh, I think, going forward. Once this gets to seven, too, by the way, it's all, it's Northwestern it, it, that is getting bet because a lot of the sevens that you're seeing and then the market, by the way, are what I call week sevens, yeah. whether it's seven mi- even money. So that means you get to take seven, you got to lay minus 120 or seven minus 105. That means to take seven, you got to lay minus 115, depending on the different betting splits at an individual book. So once you see this get to seven, you are seeing Northwestern get the money. That essentially makes Nebraska a four-point favorite for mm-hmm. the full game. So that's something I'm noticing just kind of doing a little bit of the screen watching here. Yeah, those sevens, yeah, they are a little bit weak there, like you mentioned there. I'm seeing if you want to lay Nebraska, you can get seven even money, like you said. Um, so, yeah, nothing for us in the second half. I, I was trying to get us to get a bet in there, but sometimes mm-hmm. you don't want to force it. Like no. you, tell you, you don't want to force it. You no, don't want to just have bets that, just have action. I don't think that you do because I think, you know, in the first game, it's a little bit more predictable or unpredictable in terms of what is going to happen. I just think uh, the defenses too. My initial instinct was to take the second half under just because uh, you have, when you have a late score like that in the first half, Emmy, I often think that it shows in the second half price and it overprices it a little bit and that's accounted for. But, you know, these defenses have been pretty soft. These teams are only rushing for quarterbacks are being patient finding open receivers they're getting yards after catch because of missed tackles especially on the Nebraska side that we just mentioned so when you combine Thompson and Holinsky 37 of 47 for 444 and three touchdown passes uh you know 
these defenses have not been given stops and the touchdown drives too have not been like short field position where it's kind of like funky and really misleading in the numbers. That's another thing you got to look at too. It's like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of points on the board, but the touchdown drives have been 35 or 40 yards. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily so in this game, you've seen touchdown drives of 75 of 80 of 75 and also 82 yards. Defenses just look too passive for me. My initial instinct uh, would be to be on the under just because of we got that late score in the first half, but I think I'm going to take a pass here. Yeah, and we even saw Nebraska drive into the red zone but fumble the football, so that mm-hmm. could have been another potential scoring drive, at least tacking on an extra three there, maybe even a touchdown. This could be sitting at 21-17 in favor of the right. Cornhuskers. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, I'm impressed, though. Pat Fitzgerald had his guys ready to play. because he always does. Yeah. We saw that line. You know, when it went up to 14, it was like instant. Okay, wise guys and sharps are going to take that number. And then it gets down to like 10, 10 and a half. And then you see some maybe some casual money come in on Nebraska today. So it's always kind of fascinating, even if you're not involved or don't have any skin in a particular game. Just kind of look at the line patterns here. And yeah. over time, you know, that's the most difficult thing, I think, for betters. You know, everybody, you know, there's people. People that can pick winners, but maybe don't get them at the right number. So that's the toughest thing to learn. But over time, you'll learn gradually as you go along. Look at, you know, these betting patterns and when these lines move and why they move. Who do you think wins the game? I think Nebraska pulls it out, but uh, I think I, I, I'm i not willing to lay that seven for the second half, though, to find out. If Northwestern pulls this off, do the Cornhuskers leave Scott Frost in Ireland? Oh, boy. Tre- Trev <laughs> Alberts has got a decision to make. He'll have a big decision to make there because the fans will not be happy if they lose this game as double-digit favorites. All right. On the other side, we go back to the NFL, talking Vikings and the Broncos next year on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Pro Football Guide is out now. This year's guide is packed with Super Bowl and playoff predictions, season win total best bets for every team, best ways to bet rookie quarterbacks, plus a bookmaker breakdown on what features the public and respected bettors are making. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options to become part of the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is betting across America presented by bet MGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out, kicking it at the South point hotel and casino. We couldn't come up with a second half bet between Northwestern and Nebraska. That line sitting at seven for the side in favor of the Cornhuskers, a total 28 kind of ticking towards the over there, but you mm-hmm. have a nugget on the Northwestern. Well, uh, this uh, from our buddy, Paul stone at Paul stone sports mm-hmm. on Twitter, who you'll hear throughout the season, very sharp spots up and down the lineup. And he raises this point. Northwestern actually failed to score more than 14 points in any of its final six games last season. And that's why <laughs> I was so surprised to see the offense yeah. in the first half. I was like, well, at least through 30 minutes, we've got some improvements, but the fact that they didn't score 14 or more 14, 
points in any of its final six games last year. And by the way, in that six-game span, they averaged 270 yards of total offense. They have 273 already through the first 30 minutes in Dublin. So uh, maybe uh, uh, less games in uh, Evanston and more games overseas for the Wildcats is what the doctor ordered. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's in the budget for the athletic department, but we'll see if no. we can get something worked out there. Well, maybe it is with this new Big Ten TV <laughs> that deal. Is, that is that correct. going to be as of next July, all these schools like the poor schools like my alma mater, Indiana, all of a sudden you're getting $90 million. It's like, okay, <laughs> no excuses. You know, let's upgrade the facilities a little bit. Yeah. Have you sent him uh, an email yet? I, I, I sent in my little varsity club donation, uh, okay. my millions of dollars that I generate here at VSIN. So, uh, you know, not quite enough to get the, the uh, new practice facility named after me, but yeah. I have certainly at least uh, put some money in the kitty. There you go. Hey, you got to help out the alma mater. Uh, you're, some people don't do it. Some people, I mean myself. Uh, let's get back to the <laughs> National Football League. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Denver Broncos. And these are two really interesting teams. I know you're high on Minnesota. I'm high on Denver, so we can have that discussion. But for tonight's game, the Broncos two and a half point favorites, total sitting at 36. Anything for you in this preseason? Finale? Yeah, and, and we've seen the under get bet, so that tells me probably the starters are not long for this game. Yeah. We know that Kirk Cousins is not going to go. It's going to be Sean Mannion, Kellen Mond. I don't know who's going to get the first half or who's going to get the second half as of yet. Russell Wilson, no go for Denver tonight. Mm. It is going to be Brett Rippon, though. It's not going to be Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson has gotten the early first half reps more, uh, you know, for the most part, but I think they want to give Brett Rippon a chance to see who's going to win that number two job. So I think that's why you see that this is getting bet to the under a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, with a lot of these preseason games, Femi, and what I've been doing throughout the preseason is kind of looking in game or second half, you know, if we get a higher scoring first half, you know, coming in on that second half under where you're only going to see seven points scored with the backups <laughs> and, and whatnot. So that's probably what I am going to do here. I don't really have uh, very much pre-flop. If I were to get involved, maybe a small lean with Denver in this situation, because uh, look, I don't think Mannion and Mond have really looked that great. As high as I am no. on Minnesota, they have not looked that great. They actually traded a conditional seventh-round pick to the Raiders for Nick Mullins. I don't even know if Nick Mullins is going to play this Saturday because, look, he's got to get up to speed a little bit. So uh, you may see him sit out. Uh, and, I mean, even if he does get action, he's unfamiliar with the playbook, so you got to think this is going to be vanilla even if he gets there. Uh, I would just, for that reason, lean a little bit to the Broncos because I think there's at least been a little bit more continuity from the backups. Minnesota for the season, Kevin O'Connell, first year as the head coach coming over from the Los Angeles Rams, Kirk Cousins back in the fold, Justin Jefferson, people expecting even bigger things from him in year number three, Adam Phelan back as well. The defense gets some guys back from injury. You are high on this Vikings team in the pro football betting guide. Spoiler alert, West mm -hmm. actually picked the Vikings to win the NFC North. Mm -hmm. Are you a little concerned by how many people also love the Minnesota Vikings this offseason? Well, it's certainly, I mean, you know, with what we see with the backup quarterback situation, obviously, if Kirk Cousins gets hurt, all bets are off. Yeah, and, curtains. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're basically just like, okay, mark that down as a loss in the ledger. But I do like Minnesota this year. And I think uh, one of the reasons why I think that there's 
an offensive staff now, finally, with Kirk Cousins, who re-signs that one-year deal. You know, he's had a lot of defensive coaches, I think, over his career. Certainly had that with Mike Zimmer. Now you get Kevin O'Connell and Wes Phillips coming from the Super Bowl champion Rams. And, look, I know that Kevin O'Connell has never been the play caller before. He's still very young in his coaching career, by the way. Spent several years Mm -hmm. as a quarterback in this league out of San Diego State. But, look, spent some time with the Patriots. So, obviously, spent some time with some pretty good minds there and then you know maybe he gets that McVay mojo like Zach Taylor got last year (laughs) in Cincinnati but look I think the offense is going to be better I mean when you have Cook and Madison that's a good one-two punch one of the better one-two punches at running back in the National Football League you also have Justin Jefferson who's an absolute star Adam Thielen back healthy uh, you know and then uh, can Irv Smith kind of emerge as that tight end that they expected him to be when they first acquired him KJ Osborne is a very good number three option so Minnesota is going to be able to score points I think they got to be a little bit better on third down if they can do that this is going to be a potent offense defensively is where they really I think have to get better Uh, do those veterans like Patrick Peterson have any time left Uh, so that's what you're looking at I think at least long term for Minnesota I like that their schedule is actually a little bit tough early I like that they get Green Bay right away because Mm. that's the measuring stick in the division and they are still the rightful favored I think clearly to win the NFC North and I'm not somebody it's more me liking Minnesota than me being low on Green Bay I think Green Bay they may struggle out of the gate but they'll figure it out yeah you know you trust Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur that they're going to figure it out and they're going to get chemistry with a lot of these young receivers but I think Minnesota getting them at home week one, this is a statement game. You never want to overreact. And we know NFL is the ultimate overreaction league. You don't want to do that necessarily, but I do think in week one, this is a statement game for the Minnesota Vikings to be a small home underdog against the team that's ahead of you. This is your chance to like prove, okay, we're here. And then you get the Eagles who are a very much a hype team in week two on the road. And if you can get off to a good start two and oh, the sky could be the limit for this team. But this defense, I do think has got to be better. I like the addition of Zadarius Smith. I think that that's going to make them better. Kendricks is a, you know, good leader as the middle linebacker being a leader of the defense. Harris and Smith, pretty much the leader of the secondary, uh, you know, missed some time last year. Patrick Peterson, how much does he have left in the tank at corner? So, you know, I think Minnesota is going to be in a fair amount of high scoring games. It's not going to be a shutdown defense, but they just got to be a little bit better than they were last year. Outside of injuries, what do you think could potentially derail the season for the Vikings? Uh Really, you know, it's going to be the defense. I think if yeah. that pass defense, if they cannot get off the field in third down, which yeah. they kind of struggled to last year. And and we sometimes saw Minnesota play down the competition to teams they could they should be like the Lions, like they were way better than the Lions last year. And, you know, both very close games, a split on both sides. And now you got a Lions team that's a little bit better. By the way, they're going to draw them in Minneapolis in week three. Then the road game at Ford Field is in week 14. So, you know. The, the, the schedule, I don't think, is easy, but it's relatively manageable when you get two games at the Bears and you get the Jets and you get the Commanders, who if, you don't, if you're not very high on them, you get the Giants. So you get that NFC yeah. East, which... Chance to stack some wins. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, other than injuries, I think it's the defense, though. If they, if they cannot force stops on third down, Zadarius Smith has got to give them a boost in the pass rush, I think. And if he can do that, you're going to see that secondary get protected a little bit because if that secondary is kept on the field all the time, they're going to give up long drives. 
I'm curious to get your thoughts on the Denver Broncos because it almost feels like this team has been the forgotten team in the AFC West because mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs are the six-time defending division champions. The Chargers are the shiny object over there at shiny SoFi Stadium. Everybody loves Justin Herbert and the potential of what this Chargers team can be. And the Raiders are the team that people talk about as a potential long shot right. in that division. But Denver's kind of off to the side in the Rocky Mountains. I'm high on this Denver team, I think, because I'm high on Russell Wilson. But Where are you at with the Broncos? Yeah, and I can kind of understand why. You know, new quarterback, obviously an upgrade with Russell Wilson, but new offensive philosophy. Nathaniel Hackett comes in to take over. He was, uh, you know, of course, previous offensive coordinator in Green Bay. Justin Outen is also going to be the offensive coordinator. So you got new systems there. But I'm not low on this Denver team at all. I think that this is going to be a very good team, and I think that they should at least be a wild card team. They're going to be able to run the ball, not only with Russ, but mainly with Javante Williams. He's taking over the job for Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon came out said they want Javante to be the guy. Well, he is the guy. But Denver is always pretty deep there. They do add uh, Randy Gregory on defense. Uh, they've got good pass rushers, obviously, with Bradley Chubb, even though Von Miller no longer there. I really like this secondary. I think it's one of the better ones in the league with yeah. Sertan, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, Ronald Darby, Kwan Williams. They've got a lot of depth back there. So I like this Denver team. I just like the Chargers a little bit more in that division. Yeah. It's a tough division. And I think it's one that's going to be bet any path. one of the yeah. four to win this division. And yeah. we can't scoff at it. Nope. I'll respect the bet. I'll be like, Hey, I understand where you're coming from. If you pick any of those four teams, we wrap up the show on the other side, talking some more college football here on betting across. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com/iheart. That's l e e s a.com/iheart. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM State of the Art app. Offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. No matter whatever your favorite sport is, you'll find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VEASAN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offers not available in Nevada or New York. Welcome back. This is the final segment of Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Scoring has slowed down just a touch mm-hmm. in Dublin, Ireland. Maybe your under second half was... Was the play all along, Wes? <laughs> but we did just see a big play from Casey Thompson. Kind of looked like Fran Tarkington there scrambling all yeah. around. They were about to punt. It was third and eight on their own 24. Thompson finds Isaiah Garcia Castaneda for 57 yards. They are now inside the Northwestern red zone. Injury timeout, by the way, on the field for an injured Northwestern defender. So uh, getting you updated on the live line here. Cornhuskers minus seven and a half, even money total now 59 and a half. So a little bit higher Mm -hmm. than what we saw for the second half. I think, uh, I think it was 20 It ended up 28, pretty much closing the second half, juicy over. So pretty much the rifle side. And then of course being taxed in just a little bit, a half a point simply because Nebraska is in the red zone. Uh, Low scoring game, by the way, too, down in Bowling Green, Kentucky with Western Kentucky, although they just tack on a touchdown here. So it is now 28 to 20, uh, 13 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's off the board right now. But last I saw it was the live number was at 61 and a half, 62 and a half hovering around there. It closed 72. Mm -hmm. So the points were expected and haven't been getting them as much in the second half. But you mentioned Western Kentucky now leads by eight early in the fourth quarter. Let's continue down this college football card, though. Um, as we sit here on this week zero in college football. How about this Nevada and Mexico State game? We talked about this earlier in the show, but that line is sitting at seven and a half. 
Hasn't quite touched seven just yet here. There's mm-hmm. an eight in the market here at the South Point where we sit, but has really taken off after opening at 14 and a half here. The market yeah. is cool on the Wolfpack. Yeah, they are. I didn't get the best number here either. I got a little bit of 10 and a little bit of nine and a half. Now seeing some seven and a half and eight. So obviously the line has moved to New Mexico State, and I think it's mainly because Nevada got really gutted. Jay Norvell leads for Colorado mm-hmm. State and right within the Mountain West Conference takes basically the majority of the staff they had some kids transfer of course uh with him to that program carson strong we mentioned now gone to the nfl after finishing eighth nationally in passing yards new team here ken wilson uh is the new offensive core or the new coach Derek sage the new offensive coordinator remember mm-hmm. nevada was an air raid team and now they're going to try to run you know maybe some double tight end maybe a little bit west coast offense ish uh yeah. that they're going to have so when you have that new scheme and nevada is one of the team that ran the ball the least and all of FBS. Now you're going to be more of a runner. So that's why you've also seen that the under uh, go ahead and get bet by several points. Uh, I think they're going to have two quarterbacks play Shane Illingworth. I think long-term is going to be the starter there. He's a transfer from Oklahoma state. He wasn't in for spring practice though. He Mm. stayed in Stillwater to finish classes. Uh, Nevada only brings back one starter in the front seven. Uh, The secondary probably is going to be the strength of that defense. Uh, But you know, similar, it's not just Nevada. That's kind of new. It's New Mexico state. That's new. Jerry kill comes in as the new head coach there. Uh, we expect the Juco transfer quarterback, Diego Pavia, to get the start under center. Uh, but, uh, you know, they have a new offensive coordinator. Now they bring back at least a little bit more production, especially on that defensive side. So uh, New Mexico State, you know, trying to build some momentum. They are going to join Conference USA next season in 2023. So I bet New Mexico State for a little. I didn't go in because, uh, like, all in because I missed, the obviously, the really good number over the summer. But I think anything – you know, nine, 10 or above is going to be good. Keep in mind, you know, less money moves these numbers, at least in week zero, because it's still a lot of people are waiting for, you know, the real deal Holyfield in week one to really get started when you've got an absolute full slate. But uh, I don't disagree with the move on the Aggies. Charlotte and FAU should be a competitive game here. FAU right now are six and a half point favorites total sitting at 59, but I've Heard at least in preparing for the show and reading and listening to what's out there. Some folks like the, this 49ers team to maybe cover the spread. If not, maybe even win the game outright. Yeah, I took eight uh, when that flashed. And uh, now you're seeing mostly six and a half, including at bet MGM. There are still a couple sevens out there. If you want to go ahead and shop around, which I recommend doing both these teams actually do bring a lot of production back. Uh, Charlotte quarterback, Chris Reynolds, no relation. I'll claim him as a relative if they can cover this number. Uh, you know, my cousin. Here, yeah, it's Chris not your Kim folk. Yes. 2,680 passing yards last year, completed 64% of his passes, 26 touchdowns, uh, gets his top four receivers back, also gets a transfer from Wake Forest, Nolan Gruel from the transfer portal. FAU in that kind of Gulf Coast offense that Willie Taggart runs, uh, averaged about 26 a game last season. And Cozy Perry, you remember him from the U, mm-hmm. down at Miami a couple years ago after he spent three seasons there. Probably his best season because he actually got the start pretty much the full season in 2021. 2,800 yards, uh, completed about 61% of his passes. FAU gets their leading running back back, also their top two receivers. Defensively, they return six starters, so about half the defense on both sides. Uh, you know, Charlotte, uh, I, I just think that the, the the personnel is relatively even. They've been, uh, you know, 
the rumor has been that Will Healy, their coach, you know, is kind of a budding star that eventually, you know, maybe he'll take the Duke job or the NC State job when if, it, mm. if that were open. Like, you could see him at, like, an ACC job, but it hasn't happened yet. The total has been getting bad here. I think uh, I think it opened 57 and a half. Now you're seeing some 60s out there in the market, some 59 and a halves. But I took the eight here. I just, uh, you know, Charlotte, they've only been, what, FBS for, like, a couple of years. Years now and, yeah. and you know they've been relatively competitive so uh yeah i thought eight was a little bit rich here for taggart and his guys to lay so uh anything seven or above i still like the 49ers interesting game between north texas and utep might be the most competitive game of this weekend here north texas one and a half point favorites over at bet mgm total sitting at 54 and a half here this is a virtual coin flip wes yeah, it is. And uh, uh, by the way, Nebraska, before we get to this, they are in the mm. end zone. Extra point good, 21 to 17 now. The Huskers strike first in the second half as the uh, big go big red Danny Burke right in the middle of that throng of people. So now Nebraska <laughs> minus seven and a half, 59 and a half, the uh, in-game total. But back to North Texas and UTEPs, kind of polar opposites here when you look at tempo. North Texas, who started one and six last year, Seth Luttrell looked like he was going to get fired. Then they rallied, got into a bowl game, and he is back down there in Denton County, Texas. Uh, very fast-paced offense, seventh in the country. Meanwhile, UTEP was in the 110s. And, uh, you know, just to start with North Texas, uh, Seth Luttrell comes from that Kevin Wilson coaching tree. He was the offensive coordinator at Indiana when Kevin Wilson, who's now the Ohio State offensive coordinator, mm -hmm. was head coach down there in Bloomington. So offensively, Kevin Wilson's always been a good offensive mind, and Seth Luttrell is the same. UTEP, UTEP kind of starting to resemble those old Kansas State teams uh, under, under Dana Dimmel uh, when uh, he was there with Bill Snyder. You know, tough, run the football, really physical. UTEP, not a very fast-paced team in terms of, of offense. So they're a team that wants to run the ball, control the clock a little bit more. North Texas wants to get up, run a bunch of plays. That's kind of the name of the game in college football if you're running a spread version of the offense. Run as many plays as fast as you can, and that's what North Texas is going to try to do. I did bet the under at 55 for small. It's okay. uh, down to 54, 54 and a half, so not really big movement here. I just think UTEP, they might be a team that can control the pace. They made a bowl game last year, and this was a moribund program down there in El Paso that Dana Dimmel, I think, at least is, you know, given a little bit of a, of a kick in the you-know-what to. So, uh, you know, North Texas getting a slight money. This was a pick -em. Now they're uh, one and a half, but I think UTEP slows the pace. I like the under. Right, we got about a minute 20 left. Let's go Oregon tempo here from the Mark Helfer's Chip Kelly days. Vanderbilt and Hawaii, the get even or get even deeper game to steal a line from Patrick Everson. Vandy minus nine and a half there, total 54 and a half. New, uh, new uh, coach there out in Hawaii, Timmy Chang, the uh, mm -hmm. legend out there in Honolulu. Great quarterback uh, for the uh, Rainbow Warriors program. I still call them the Rainbow Warriors, even though they're just the Warriors. But Vanderbilt's been getting bad up to nine and a half. Uh, you know, if that reaches 10, I might do a little late night sprinkle on Hawaii. Hawaii there you here, go. but I didn't have really a convincing uh, play on this game. Vanderbilt certainly getting the money. One that we didn't touch on, I did bet, even though it's been hit a little bit, down to 24. I took 27 with yep. Connecticut at Utah State, the fighting Jim Mora's uh, going to go out there. We'll see if it works better than it did against Fresno State last year when it was 45 to nothing. Any final thoughts? Wyoming, Illinois, the fighting line I laying two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm going to wait to see if I can do an in-game on this. Uh, Illinois, I think, you know, up to 14. I think you're asking for trouble if you're laying the full two touchdowns when you could have laid nine and a half or ten 
in oh. the middle of this week. All right. That does it for us here from the South Point for Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. Our entire crew here wishing you all the best of luck with the bets. College football week zero, baby. It is here. Coming up next, betting across America over at Circa. Dave Ross, Jeff Parles on VCD Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.